the Living Waters broadcast with your host, Elder Christine Pearson. I'm the Senior Elder of Ancient of Days Ministries International, an outreach ministry commissioned by Christ. To make all men see what is the fellowship of this mystery, which was hidden in God before the foundation of the world. Uh, this mystery was Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. As I said, we are outreach ministry. We're registered with the state of Ohio and that we uh, have the ability to do what any other ministry does. We have chosen not to be uh, as a church, but an outreach ministry because our function is solely dedicated to minister to the lost, to the destitute, to the homeless, to the uh, ones that may not have anybody to help them that are in disasters or that are in, like in Israel, that have been misplaced because of war or things like that. We go to that. That is our ministry, is to minister in that area. And uh, our Father supplies all of the funding for it, and He's always... Uh, causing us to inherit substance and filling our treasures. So we uh, have been doing this since uh, 2000 and, well, almost 1998. Uh, we have been an outreach ministry. So we just want to uh, let you know that the Lord want us to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which was hidden in God before the foundation of the world. And this outreach ministry is a very good link to accomplish that because many times if you feed a person, they are more apt to listen. If you show them kindness and benevolence, they can see the love of God. They can see the kindness of God. They can see the caring and uh, the faithfulness of God. And we, we strive to be faithful in this ministry and we have continued it all these years without stopping so we want you to pray for us if god leads you to give do so it is fertile ground and uh we have seen sign wonders and miracles come from it amen so god bless you today we're going to continue with that silver cord we have uh, uh, another area we're going to deal with uh and let's turn Turn with me to Song of Solomon, the fifth chapter. For those of you that have your Bibles, uh, we're going to deal with one aspect of uh, this silver cord and how it connects and how it functions in the spiritual aspect of man and what it does. We're going to broaden the scope so you'll be able to see more fully how this apparatus works and as we were talking apostle i'm so glad to be here oh, God. with you in the studios of heavenly host international radio uh we were discussing about this same connection that adam had in the garden of eden when he walked with god in the cool of the day mm -hmm. uh he was connected with god before he fell and he fellowship with God every day, every day. Uh, the cool of the day talks about 
when it is not so busy as in, you know, the heat of the day or the, uh, the noonday. It's a time when he could really fellowship and receive and, and interact, not only interact, but get impartation, inspiration, illumination. Song of Solomon 5 and 2. It says, I sleep, but my heart waketh. It is the voice of my beloved. Remember in Genesis 3 and 8, it said that Adam uh, walked, heard the voice of the Lord mm. in the cool of the day. Here we see the voice of my beloved. And he says in Genesis 3 and 8 that he walked with the Lord in the cool of the day. But here in Song of Solomon 5 and 2, it says the voice of my beloved that knocketh, saying, open to me. My sister, my love, my dove, my undefiled, for my head is filled with dew and my locks with the drops of the night. Praise God. I thank God because uh, when we talk about my eye sleep, it's talking about physical sleep. When it talks about, but my heart, heart is always spiritual is the hebrew word lab which means feelings the will the intellect the mind the understanding my will my intellect my mind my understanding is awake amen it never sleeps and it is able to hear the voice of the lord it is able to respond when he knocks Amen. Uh, in verse 4, it says, My, uh, Song Solomon 5 4, my beloved put in his hand, that word hand is Yod, power or direction, by the hole of the door. That's a cavity or, or entryway within the spirit of man. And my bowels, this word is Mia, it means the inner being. Uh, it could be talking about your belly, the womb, praise God, mm -hmm. uh, the inward part of you. It says the innermost being was moved. Uh, this word is stirred, aroused, ached, churned. Uh, it lets you know that there was some type of spiritual interaction that took place between the beloved and you. When he put his, his his hand through that hole in your door or your gate or your entrance, your bowels went into a spiritual interaction. I found that word moved is the same word that we find in Genesis uh, 1 and 2 where it says um, that the spirit of the Lord it moved upon the face of the waters this word moved is the Hebrew word rakoff mm -hmm. which means that it distributed its spiritual energy it uh, allowed what it had to extend to what who you are and what you have 
So there's a transaction that takes place, an exchange, a shifting of one power to another power. It says that my bowels were moved for him. Praise God. Um, we have here in Song of Solomon, it talks about sleep. And we talked about, we would kind of go into the realms of sleep. Because many times, as you will notice, when God put Adam to sleep, when he put Abraham to sleep, <laughs> amen, that they went into a, a place that they were not able to move it is uh let's just go to genesis 15 and it kind of describes that kind of sleep that abraham experienced because uh we are the same we have the same cycles of sleep and it says here i'm gonna start with verse 12. And when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and lo, and, or behold, a horror of great darkness fell upon him. And then you will notice in verse 13 that the Lord began to speak to Abraham, and he said unto Abram, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge, and afterwards shall they come out with great substance. And thou shalt go to thy fathers in peace, thou shalt be buried in a good old age. But in the fourth generation they shall come hither again, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full 17 and it came to pass that when the sun went down and it was dark behold a smoking furnace and a burning lamp that passed between those pieces and in that same day he made a covenant you see god speaking you don't hear abraham saying anything uh it's the same thing that happened with joseph when he i'm with the no jacob when he was fleeing from his brother uh, Esau and he lighted upon a place called Padanaram and he uh, made a covenant that if the Lord would keep him where he's going from his father's house and provide from him that God would be his God and he was sure to give him the tent and it says that he, when he went to sleep let's see uh, let's start at Genesis 28. And let me see which where I want to go. Let's start 11. Genesis 28. And he lighted upon, this is Jacob now. Lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed. I want you to underline that word dream because that is a, a level of your dream state many times when God speaks to you. And 
it has been recorded by science that that is the time when your body secretes a chemical is almost like curare where in your body the curare is what paralyzes you and you can't move you can't uh, uh, slash slosh around or or anything like that you just in that state where you can hear the voice of the Lord and many times that's when God will speak to a person in that dreamy stage I've been awakened out of a dreamy stage and I was when I what I saw I was in a classroom and there was a minister up there he was ministering some of the most deep things of the Word of God and I mean it was just I was just feasting on it and there was other people in the classroom I was dreaming this and uh, the next thing I know my husband pushed me and kind of woke me up and I was and it made me come out of that state and it's like the people at the table saw me leaving and they turned and I was leaving out of there because my husband had inadvertently just pushed me around in the bed you know how it is and it woke me up and I wanted to stay, but I was coming out of the dreamy state. But I want you to remember that, that that is the state of REM sleep, rapid eye movement. It is the dreaming state. And many times that's when God will speak to you. Many times that's when uh, sometimes you it's hard for you to remember that state. But it, I, I try to get up, you know, when I'm dreaming about something and write it down because I assure you if I don't write it down when I wake up I won't remember sometime I wake up and I was too lazy to write it down and I said Holy Spirit what was that that was so rich that was so nourishing you know and sometimes he'll reveal it back to me sometime he won't but that this what it says here in Genesis uh, 28 12 and he dreamed Watch this. And behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God. Now watch how the angels were going. They were ascending. So that means that they were already on the earth. They were ascending and descending. What that means is that they had finished their term or their duty here on the earth. And they had to take their information up to the throne of God and give report. And then there were other angels up there that had gotten instructions from the Lord. And they had to go back down to the earth to carry it out. We went, uh, we went into a little of that on yesterday when we talked about how our prayers are mixed with frankincense and ascended up before the throne of God. And the Lord sends back... Uh, judgment back to the earth. That's Revelations 8, 3 and 4. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, watch this, I am the Lord God of Abraham. This is verse 13. Thy father and the God of Isaac, the land wherein, whereon thou liest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south, and in thee, and in thy seed. 
Watch that. That seed is Christ now. Shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with thee and will keep thee in all places whither thou goest and will bring thee again into this land. For I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee. Watch this. You don't see where Jacob said anything. It said, and Jacob awaked out of his sleep. And he said, surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. And he was afraid and said, how dreadful or awesome, that was the word, is this place. This is none other but the house of God, and this is the gate, the gate of heaven. We talked about this silver cord. It's like it, it, this, it, it goes through your gate. Beloved, my, my beloved put his hand by the hole of the door or gate or entrance, and my bowels were moved for him. Amen. Praise God. That was one thing that was, uh, we talked about Adam, how God put him into a deep sleep. Took out of his rib, took out of his flesh, and closed it up therein. Took out the rib and formed a woman. This is that deep sleep. I'm going to get into it right now. Man has four levels of, uh, of consciousness, and it's called brain waves, wherein you are aware of and you respond to one's surroundings or you are awake or you're asleep the first one is beta and usually that's when you're awake and it's all and it is a fast uh cycle but it's not efficient because so many things are coming at you while you're awake some things you understand some things you don't understand you know it it is a fast pace um is where you're not submitted, you do things based on your own understanding, your own thoughts, you know, and, and, and it could be a place where you, you'll miss it <laughs> because it's not a place where you can really hear from God uh, while you washing clothes, while you at the drugstore, while you talking to people and stuff like that. It's a a, a place where a lot of things are coming at you. So very rarely do you receive much from this brainwave level. And it, it operates 18 to 30 times per second. It's called the beta cycle in your brain. Then you have the alpha cycle. It operates 8 to 12 times. Uh, it bridges your conscience and your subconscious. Uh, and many times it is a more relaxed, detached awareness, uh, but it still is not that efficient. It functions, it cycles 8 to 12 times a second. Then you have the theta, T-H-E-T-A. Uh, that's the third level of your brain activity, and that's when you are in a light sleep. Your brain waves are slower, uh, more intense, emotional stimulation and uh, you at this state even though you're in a light sleep you can still tap into deeper thought patterns you can even have insight uh, into 
the deeper realm wherein you will will have this kind of uh, event where you will know something is not right, but you don't exactly know what it is, you know, or um, you have a gut feeling where uh, you thought where you you are pulled to do something, and you decide to either do it or you don't. And if you miss it, then you say, some told me not to do that, or some told me to go this way or go that way. This is that theta uh, brainwave level. It is a place where you can get warnings. It'll warn you of dangers and things like that. So when you get those kind of promptings, I would say not to override it. I would say if it say don't go down uh, Euclid today, take another route, I would take the other route. Sometimes it's warning you of danger, seen or unseen. That is the theta. Now, what we're talking about, the next level is what we've been talking about with Adam, Abraham, Jacob, uh, and I believe it's some other people that they were asleep. And God spoke to them. And it's called the Delta level. It is a state of deep sleep. It is the state of rapid eye movement. It is the state of dreaming. And many of you probably have had that situation where you were dreaming and God was imparting spiritual truths to you. Or you saw things like one time I was in a deep sleep and I saw an angel, a big huge angel. And there was a man that was standing next to me. And this angel was way over in uh, this area where people were coming and going and everything. And there was this man standing behind me. And he was talking to me. I was dreaming. He said, there's only two people that can see that angel, you and another person. I don't know who that other person was. But as I was coming out of that that dream, I got a chance to go up and see how the angel's face was. And it was just like there was various motions, different faces on that angel, like it tells us in Ezekiel. Four faces, that's what I saw. And uh, one is the face of a man, face of an eagle, face of a, 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 a ox, and a face of, let's see, man... Let's see, ox, eagle, cherub, um, there's four of them, four faces. And uh, <clears throat> they represent certain aspects of Christ's character. All right, there's another one, I can't think of it right now, but you probably know which one I'm talking about. If you read Ezekiel, the first chapter to tell you about the four faces of these angels. But in that dream, that's what I saw. And uh, it was, I mean, while I was in it, it was such a, a high anointing. I, it's like I could hear angels singing. Glorious. It was just simply glorious. You know, and I was in a deep sleep. And all I could do was, I saw and I heard. I couldn't even respond to the person that was telling me, it's only you and another person that can see that angel. You know. But it is called the Delta 
a date a state of deep sleep it, it's in Psalms uh, 42 and 7 and uh, we we showed you this yesterday and I'm going to show it to you again today uh, where deep calleth under deep at the noise of thy water spouse let's go over there Psalms 42 and 7 for those that have your Bibles Hallelujah. I'm going to read up. I'm going to give you some understanding about Psalms 42 and 7. And uh, <clears throat> Apostle, can you accommodate me one more time mm -hmm. with this? Remember, deep is, is Jehovah here. Here's that silver cord. And right there is man and we're connected. And it's like from one realm deep is calling unto the depths of another realm. And that's Psalms 42 and 7. And it says, uh, Deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts. All thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. Uh, when you look at the uh, Orthodox Jewish Bible, it says, thy waterfalls, or waters of life, they're gone over me. Uh, one place says, one deep sea calls to another at the roar of your water spouts. All the white caps on your waves have swept over me. It's talking about the presence of the Lord, how it calls to you and then it gives to you what it has and we saw it here uh, on this diagram and it is ushered through this silver cord that connects a spiritual entity with a physical apparatus and that's where deep calleth under deep and as I said when I was in those deep stages of sleep it is it's like nothing that i've ever experienced before it is the great presence of the lord and it's, it's almost like you can't move all you can do is hear and, and listen just like when the deep sleep came upon adam and abraham jacob all they could do is just hear what the lord was saying uh it's the deepest depth of your mind you cannot measure, understand, or control it. Where God can change your temperament and behavior without you even knowing it. Where your mind can receive the meat of the word as it pierces to the depths of your innermost being. Remember Hebrews 4 and 12, it says that the word of God is quick, it's alive, and it's full of power. Is sharper than any two-edged sword, that it pierces to the dividing asunder. That, that word can pierce through to your soul, to your spirit, to the joints, the marrow. You know, the, the marrow is within the bone. You cannot separate, see where the bone begins and the marrow ends because it's in a cavity in there. 
and the word of God can pierce even into that area uh, where your mind can receive the meat of the word as it pierces to the depths of your innermost being. Mm -hmm. Praise God. You embrace the truth and trust God with a deep, calm awareness. That's what it was like when I was in that, that deep delta state. It's like you just totally trust God. You just totally feel his love. You just totally feel his care for you and how he is nurturing you like a parent, like an instructor, like a teacher who's guiding you and directing you. It says this deep subconscious transformation flows up through your emotions and logic to illuminate your entire being. When the new heart and when you are born again is in complete control, electrical impulses are supernatural because the natural links have been cut. The mind is controlled by the power of God. And this is what happens even when in 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 5, it says, Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty or godlike. They're not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down the strongholds. And I, you have to get into the habit of when things from the uh, kingdom of darkness come and try to manipulate you or come and try to defile you and stuff like that. you got to learn how to say no. And the more you learn how to say no, that breaks it. It cuts it asunder. It, it actually moves you out of that natural into the supernatural realm where it's talking about uh, the spirit, the power of God now is in control. And we have to learn by use how to operate with those uh, God-like weapons. And they work every time. Like I said, it's like throwing a bucket of cold water over you. And, and, and those, those feelings and all that, it go away. You can't entertain it. You can't feel like you're strong enough to handle it. Uh, you got to let supernatural power take over that realm in order for you to be victorious. In your flesh, you don't have that power. You may think you got it, but you don't. Mm -hmm. You don't have that kind of power in your natural ability. It's take. That's why I said that our weapons are not carnal. They're mighty. That word yeah. mighty means godlike. It's only... The, the power of God that can overcome that natural realm. And that's what happens at the delta level of your sleep. You go into a deep sleep wherein you really don't have control. Uh, Apostle was talking the other day. I think it was you. Apostle, you was talking about somebody was having night terrors. Yes. Yes. I've had those too. And... Uh, in the night terrors, you can't move. It's like some witch or something come take over you. And uh, you can't move, and it, it's coming upon you. I've had this situation, and I could not move because I was in that delta state. You know, you can't move. But I know 
what happened was my spirit man started calling Jesus. Jesus. I could see I couldn't talk. I couldn't move. But my spirit within me started calling on the name of Jesus. Your spirit man has a mouth. It can speak. And it started calling on Jesus. And then all of a sudden that thing went away. I can move now. And I bind that thing in the name of Jesus and forbid it to return. It takes the spirit realm to overcome things that are in the spirit. And you got to start operating in that realm. Like Apostle was saying yesterday in Hebrews 5, by use. You exercise your senses to be able to discern or be able to rule in that area. You have it. You just have to start using it and not allowing the enemy to have the victory over you. You got the victory. He, God gave it to you. You have all that you have that pertain to life and godliness. You have it. He's put it in your spirit. We talked about uh, the everlasting kingdom. Everything is there. He gave it to you. You just have to start operating, using it. When situations come up in the natural, don't go to the natural to deal with it. Go to the supernatural. You'll knock it out the box every time. And the more that you do that, the more you will do that. And the more victory you will have. You can't be lazy. Mm. You can't be slowful. You can say, oh, well, let the devil just have me. Uh-uh. Because if you keep letting him have you, he's going to continue to have you, and you will be defeated, overthrown, lassoed and tied up, bound. You got to fight the good fight of faith. You got to lay hold on eternal life. Amen? You got to, as it says in Timothy, And I say this all the time, Father, I thank you because you teach my hands to war and my fingers to fight. My hands to war. That word hand, as we see, is yod, your power to war and your fingers to fight. Amen. Uh, In Psalm 8 and 4, David talked about when I considered the heavens, the works of thy fingers. So it's talking about the heavenlies. Use your fingers for the heavenlies. Uh Uh-huh. The war against it. I'm teaching you spiritual uh, law so that you will become strong and not feel like you always at the mercy of the devil. You are never at his mercy. God has given you weapons that are not carnal, that will make you strong in his power. Uh huh. All you got to do is use them. Use them, use them, use them until you get efficient in it. Mm-hmm. You will win the battle every time. And that goes with every area when it comes down to sickness, disease, lack, anything. Mm-hmm. Use your weapons. When it comes down to uh, 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 the weapons of your the carnal mind 
where the devil likes to play games with you. That's the main place you need to use your weapons. And you can cast down every imagination, every theory, every reasoning, every fantasy, any high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, you can cast that down. And you can resist that and to make it obedient to Christ Jesus. He's giving you that. And that's what sons do. Babes don't do that. Babes just let somebody just feed them, you know, and, and you know, they act like they're helpless. But he tells us to be no more children tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine and slight of men, whereby they lie and wait to deceive. Be no more children. Be no more children. When are you going to become a son? Mm. The son carries on the family business. The son is led by the spirit. The son, he takes over when father is not there. He runs the house. Mm -hmm. And he said, they that are led by the spirit of God, Romans 8, mm -hmm. they are sons. You see? All right. And as long as an heir is a child, he differeth nothing more than a slave, even though he is lord of everything. He got to be up under tutors and governors. Oh, Prithney, 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 under tutors and governors until the time appointed by the Father. And some of y'all, it's going to be in there for 10, 15 years until God is going to appoint you to sonship. If you don't start using what God has given you. All right? And it, and it don't take long to become a son. All you got to do is every day, when the opportunity presents itself, exercise your spiritual muscles. You can do it. And, and fear not. God is with you. He's going to be with you every step of the way. Amen. If you fall down, he's going to pick you up and say, let's get at it again. Mm -hmm. All right, now, uh, I'm going to read some of this here because the brain has uh, four centers. One is the amygdala, and that's where you have your emotional centers, your emotions. The medulla. You ever heard the medulla? I blancada. Amen. It regulates your breathing, heart rate, and other bodily functions. Your cerebral cortex, that's your brain here, where it's your thinking center that strategizes, plans, reflects, inspires, and imagines. And then you have the frontal lobes that determines decision-making and appropriate emotional uh, responses. And this is the natural realm, and then you have the supernatural realm. Where is the delta? And I wanted to get these things out to you because when the Lord tells us to study, we need to go into various natural realms concerning the spiritual things so that we can recognize and make connections to uh, these things. Psalm 16, uh, 7 says, I will praise the Lord who counsels me even at night. My heart 
That word heart, as I told you, is the word lab. It means feelings, the will, intellect, mind, understanding. My heart instructs me. He gets it from this realm of the deep that calling up unto your deep. Amen. I will bless the Lord who have given me counsel. My reins or thoughts instruct me in the night seasons. Uh-huh. This is where we are getting all of this information from. Praise God. My beloved put his hand by the hole of the door, and my bowels were moved for him. Praise the Lord. It tells us in, the, um, in Ephesians 3.17. It says that Christ may dwell in your hearts. There it is again. Your feelings, your will, your intellect, your mind, your understanding. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. That ye be rooted and grounded in love. Amen. It tells us in John 1 and 12, but as many as received him, mm. to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Yeah. Even to them that believe on his name. Praise the Lord. In Revelation 3 and 20, it says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Here's that word knock again that we saw in Song of Solomon 5 and 2. My heart waketh, it is the voice of my beloved that knocketh. It says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice, my tone, my noise, my sound, and open the door, that's a form of receiving him. Remember, this is the door. Song of Solomon 5 and 4, my beloved put his hand by the hole of the door. It says, I will come into him. Revelation 2 and 20. I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. This word means uh, I will come, means I will go into his house. I will enter in. I will come into if you open the door, when you hear my voice, uh-huh, uh, and he says, and sup, which means, and eat with him, dine, have dinner. Uh, another term is that he will restore him. He will fellowship with you. Praise God. Uh, this supping and dining with the Lord, matter of fact, he said, it should be occurring all the time with you. You should be supping and, and dining with the Lord on a daily basis. Uh, we talked about how many women get born again and they never go any further. When you get born again, you enter into a covenant, whether you know it or not, an agreement. And God tells us to go further, to study, to learn of him, to take his yoke upon us. That's what we need to do when we get born again. Yeah. Not sit and then just go back out into the world partying and banqueting and fashion shows and games and, and, and theater. Enjoying ourselves. I was listening to another person that 
and we did a game, and, and you know, and that was four or five hours that that that, that whole scenario. And then they said, I had a good time with my family. But I'm saying, well, I, my family is the family of God. <laughs> you know, I had a good time. So what does that mean, I have a good time? Well, somebody, <laughs> what is the fruit of having a good time, spending it with my family, when I can have a good time spending it with the Lord, where he's supping with me, he's restoring me. He's imparting things to me. Wisdom, knowledge, understanding, warnings, you know, instructions on what to do next. You know, what's getting ready to come. When he can abide with me. Where he can share his heart with me. You know, to me, that's, now that's having a good time. And I was trying to find that scripture, Apostle, where it says that, a lot of times people, because you don't go to the length that they go to mm. uh, and, and, and having a good time and going to this and going to that, they kind of begin to separate their company from you. Yeah. They think, you know, well you're, well, you're not doing what I do. Mm -hmm. But the Lord never told us when we got born again to go back into the world and enjoy the thing. You said something yesterday. Love not the world mm. and the next verse, the things yeah. that are in the world. That's good. And we hear this, but do we actually yeah. obey it? We'll get born again, and then we won't partake the kingdom of God. But we'll go back out into the world and 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 be you know enamored and enjoy you know, and then we'll come back. Oh, well, we had a good time, but what fruit, what did you accomplish? Is it enough just to get some type of feeling, satisfaction in my soul? What is that? I want to see the kingdom of God in the earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. I want to be about my father's business. I want to work while it's day because night is coming. I want to be at my post of duty, not as a babe, but as a son, mm -hmm. so that when the lost man come or the sinner man come, I can direct him and turn him unto the Lord. Not like you said yesterday, leave him out there in the streets. Yeah. Uh-uh. Come on to the house of God. He wants to talk to you. There's another place for you. You can be changed and filled with his spirit. You can go on to know the Lord. You can be strong in him. That is the purpose of being born again. Not being strong in the world system. Yeah. But being strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Uh, let me just move on because I'm almost done here. But I want, I, I got so much, I might have to uh, pick it up on the next one. But I had some glorious stuff uh, about this, this uh, I sleep, but my heart waketh. Let's go to uh, Proverbs uh, 6.22. Remember, when you get born again, there's a purpose in you getting born again. It's just not for you to be born again so you can say, oh, 
I'm going born again. No, when God saved you, he saved you and called you mm-hmm. with a holy, holy calling. calling. Not according to works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given you in Christ Jesus. Uh, Apostle, you said yesterday about the various times of the day that the Lord went out to get workers yeah, and laborers. Yeah. He wasn't coming out there to just get people that were just sitting. He brought them people in so that they could do some work. Amen. And he paid each one of them. And we have to take that mindset that when we get saved, we're not just saved just to frivol away our time. They're, the fields are white yeah. on the harvest. And the laborers are few. Mm-hmm. That God called you for a special purpose. He don't just waste time. God is not like where he just flaps up together and say, oh, well, here we are. No, God is a strategist. He has a purpose. And he see the long haul of a thing. He see the end of the thing. And he see your part, your purpose in that uh, realm of the end of a thing. There's a part you play in all of this. In Proverbs 6.22 I'm going to read 620, and then we're going to go down to 23, okay? Proverbs 6. It says, My son, keep thy father's commandments, uh, wisdom, understanding, his doctrine, his instruction, his good advice, and forsake not the law of thy mother. Don't wander off. There it is. <laughs> that when they say forsake not, it said don't wander off. Don't treat my words casually. Uh, forsake not wisdom or my commandments. Don't forsake them. And it says, bind them continually. Wrap yourself in them. Meditate on them. Wear them like a scarf. Continually upon thy heart. There's that word again. Your soul, your feelings, your will, your will, your intellect, your understanding. Bind them continually. Uh, in Proverbs 7, 3, it says, Talk to wisdom like she's your sister. Call wisdom your sister. Write them uh, on the table or the chambers of your heart. And tie them about thy neck. Write them, engrave them on the chambers or the table of your heart. He said, and another place it says, when you write it or you meditate, he said, write it like you would on a tablet. Mm-hmm. Like you got to, like I always write stuff. He said, write it like you would on a tablet, you know. Meditate on it. Don't just read it one time. Mm-hmm. Go back and meditate on it. Yeah. You know, let it become a part of you. This is what you can be doing because you're born again. Meditating on uh, the word. It says, uh, bind them continually upon thy heart and tie them about thy neck. Now, 22 is where I want to park right here. When thou goest, it shall lead thee. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. And when thou awakest, 
it shall talk with thee. Uh-huh. God's wisdom, his instruction, his teachings, his doctrine, all of that. When you go, when you walk about, when you travel, it shall lead thee or guide thee or counsel thee. When thou sleepest, when you lie down, it will cause you to rest, protect you at night. Amen. It shall keep thee. Uh, this word means that it will watch over, guard, protect you. Keep you from the paths of the destroyer. And when thou awakest, when you are awake, it will talk with you. How many of you, while you awake, you hear the voice of the Lord talking to you? It says, once you get all of this in you, those wisdom, when you wake up, it'll talk to you. Amen. It'll tell you what's next. It will advise you during the day. It will give you instructions. Uh, it will occupy your thoughts and attention. It will give you advice. Mm -hmm. This is why you take the time to get all of this in you. It will instruct you and keep you and teach you in the way that you should go. It will guide you. God will guide you with his eyes. And you will not stumble. You will live. You will have life and life more abundantly. This is the whole purpose of being born into the kingdom of God. So you can be children of light. So that you can walk through darkness. And not stumble. And the darkness can't put your light out. So that others will see your light. You said yesterday, apostles, mm -hmm. that men may see your light. Yeah. Behold it. And your light will come streaming and men will see your good works. And when they see it, I'm looking at the sun right now. Mm -hmm. it, they will glorify God, which is in heaven. She is a purpose in this. It's just not something we just throwing together. It's got a purpose in it here. And it says here, when you wake, it shall talk, speak, counsel, commune with you. 23. We're going to have to cut it off because I got so much in here. We got more. We'll put it on uh, next time. For the commandment is a lamp. We're going to get into this candle. Candlestick. The can commandment is a lamp or a candle. And the law is light. And reproof or discipline or rebuke. Of instructions are the way of life. It's a path of life. You got to be transformed. Take out that old. Put in the new. So you can have life. And have it more abundantly. It tells us in Proverbs 4. 18. That the path of the just. Is as a shining light. That shineth more. And more. And more. Unto the perfect day. 
You don't want to be in darkness all your life, all your Christian journey. It's nothing there. You're going to stumble in the dark. You don't even know what's, what's there. You don't even know who's tripping you up in the darkness. And it just going to lead to more death. Apostle, I'm through. You got something. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. You, uh, everything you said is lining up with everything that God is saying. It's all coming together. Coming together. Yes, amen. And I'm so happy. Uh, and I pray that those that are listening or have an ear to hear are rejoicing in it also mm -hmm. because uh, uh, there are uh, yeah. a lot of people, even in Revelation time, who have not defiled their garment. There mm -hmm. are people who are walking, they're yes. allowing. Uh, uh, the glory of God to shine through yes. them so people can see, see. you know you, we teach this but there is a demonstration the power and demonstration of the word of God mm -hmm. you said that, uh, having use of the word or mm -hmm. practice the word yeah. uh, uh -huh. the word should be uh, alive yes which it is it, the word itself mm -hmm. if you don't put it to use it's still alive that's right whether you choose to live it mm -hmm. or not, yes. the Word of God is alive. Yes. It's sharp and quick in everything that you describe. You said something that really stood out for me, and I, I just real quick want to touch on that. You Help said, yourself. when are you going to become sons? Mm -hmm. And you went to the scripture. As soon as you said it instantly, John, the first chapter, you went there, that mm -hmm. he had given us power to become wow. sons. Mm -hmm. You have the ability. Even in Hebrews, it tells us to go on to maturity. Some of us have been in the, in the church and should be teaching, but yet we need to be taught. Uh, still on the milk, mm -hmm. unskilled, all those things even the Lord spoke on yesterday. You said this, and I went over here to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10 stood out. Uh -huh. uh, especially as you're talking about the deep. <coughs> mm -hmm. See, when deep call it to deep, when God calls you, mm -hmm. God is a spirit. He yes. brought all that out. Yes. He's speaking to your spirit. He's not, God is never going to talk to your flesh. No. No, he won't. Not going to do it. Mm -mm. The flesh is rebellious. It don't, mm -hmm. It's not going to listen. It, not uh, Romans chapter law, 8. God. It will not listen to God. It won't do it. Mm -mm. In fact, there's no good thing that dwelleth in mm -mm. the flesh. Mm -mm. But God is speaking to himself in you. Oh my goodness, watch this. But God, in verse 10, but God have revealed them unto us by his spirit. Glory to God. You can't obtain it unless you have the spirit. That's right. Unless you're born again. Unless you're a son. Yes. Hallelujah. A child of God. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. God don't want you to be ignorant. Foolish, because in this chapter is talking about wisdom, mm -hmm. and now it's not the time to be foolish. Mm -hmm. In my study Bible, the commentary breaks it down, revealed uh, unto us, uh, is in the is the emphatic position in Greek, emphasizing the enormous privilege mm -hmm. granted the recipients of divine revelation. Mm -hmm. The magnificent treasure of, treasure of yes. God's uh, revealed truth is accessible, watch this, mm -hmm. to the mature believer. Yes. When are we going to grow up? When are we going to go on to maturity? Because that's what this is for. God, this, it would be like God sending you out to fight, 
giving a baby, a two-year-old, a sword. Mm-hmm. What is one? He can't. He go drag it. He can't lift it. Right, right. You don't have it. He's unskilled. You don't know how to use it. Mm-hmm. It's a baby. <clears throat> but when you become a man, God has an assignment. Yes. When you become one of His children, when you submit to Him, Amen. resist the devil, which He has to flee. Mm-hmm. The devil can't make you do anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Especially if your life mm-hmm. is submitted to the God's will. Mm-hmm. That's that's all God wants. Mm-hmm. It's for us to live for him. Mm-hmm. He came that we may have life. You just mm-hmm. said it. And not only life, but have it more abundantly. A friend of mine posted something on, on Facebook today, and I, I really blessed me because this is what the Lord has been saying. And I, we've been saying it. Mm-hmm. She said, I, I've made a conscious decision to live the eternal life oh, that was now. given to me. It blew me away. Yes. I'm like, wow. So I know God is speaking, and I know his yes. children are hearing. Yes. Because, watch this, those who are, are going on to maturity are uh, uh, illustrating, demonstrating, and receiving. Yes. And doing what they said. It's time to work while it's day. Of course, when nighttime comes, no man works. Mm-hmm. I must work the work of him who sent yes. me. All those things. We've been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Marvelous so in light. the light. It's goodness. The goodness of God should be shining mm-hmm. through us. Yeah. You said a lot of that today. And I, I just so I'm happy. I, I it blesses me to hear the good news. This is good news. Uh, that God is speaking to his children. Those that have an ear to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, those that are of a mature nature. Those that will do. And God knows who will and who won't. Uh, but God ain't talking to you blue in the face. <laughs> Yeah, He's sure. not going to do that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, until you decide uh, you want to get it together. Yes. Because with that mind, <coughs> it's not him but you. Mm-hmm. And, and God's rejecting that. He's not, he's not, God's not accepting flesh like we think he is. Mm-hmm. And we're doing, demonstrating God's works in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Those are two contrary. Mm-hmm. They're two opposites. Yes. That can't happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's scriptural, because uh, the flesh and the spirit they war against themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll confuse somebody out there just calling yourself doing that. Yes, and that's what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. That's the product. That's the fruit from that labor. That's right. Confusion. Mm-hmm. Well, if there's confusion, we know it's not of God, because mm-hmm. He's not the author of mm-hmm. confusion. Praise God. You know, I think it's two sides to that because there is the side where people basically have not been taught mm. or nobody has really revealed these things to them and I'm hoping that they're taking notes and learning now. And the other side of it, what if what we're teaching that the pastors would teach this mm-hmm. on Sunday morning and and uh, like our pastor was, he told us, I'm taking you face to face with mm. your adversary. He threw us right out. That's good. And he had taught us Mm -hmm. what we need to do as far as exercising our senses to discern between good and evil. Hallelujah. And he was saying, no, I ain't going to get to you. He said, I'm not going to give that to you. I'm going to let you go to God and ask him That's good. You're going to be a son now. Mm -hmm. And see, if we have pastors that would train their people to be sons and not babies every Sunday, we could get more work done. Yeah. 
But we have pastors too that are not training their people to be sons. Mm. I mean, our pastor didn't have no mercy on us. And he threw us out there, you know, just like the mother eagle, she dropped Mm -hmm. that eaglet. And and, and eventually, and he wouldn't come and get us either. (laughs) We would have to learn how to fly. And then he would take us to other heights because we had matured and learned. And he said the worst thing he had, and he he said it all the time. He said he hated mm-hmm. a jellyfish backbone preacher. That's <laughs> because it was no reason yeah. to be. Now, I'm not talking about babes that have not been taught, Amen. have not even been introduced, because mm-hmm. I feel like how can you hear without a preacher? That's good. There are people in, uh, that have been born again that they have, all they know is just good time. That's all they've been taught. Yeah. They don't know that they're on assignment. <coughs> Excuse me. And that they have to grow up because uh-huh. God has uh, a purpose for them. Yeah. And I'm praying that those people will come out of that and that the Spirit of the Lord will lead them to a Bible teaching church yes. that will mature them. Because as we say, and this is the last time, we don't have much time. Yeah. We got to work while it is day. And we can't play with this anymore. Yeah. I'm not impressed with people that's having a good time. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah. Because I see that people are dying and going to hell every day uh-huh. because they don't know that there's a savior. I think about those terrorists uh, that 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 are brutal and 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 uh, murderous. I was t- uh, studying today, and the Lord was showing me something. Everybody talking about them and mad with them and everything, which should be. But He said. They don't know God. Mm. Uh, it says they have not known God. Mm-hmm. They have not uh, been taught about the ways of God. Mm. And what happened is that they need a teaching priest to intercept them. Yes. Or they need an intercessor to pray that their heart would be softened. Or even if they got hostages... Remember Naaman the Syrian? Yeah. He had that late, that little girl. Mm. She told him about, she told Naaman about Elijah, yeah. the prophet. Yeah. Maybe, and the, some of these terrorists get saved. Why don't we know enough or can be led by the Spirit to deal with some of these barbarous, these people that are brutal and cruel like brute beasts? Yeah. Do you know that God loved them and he died for them? And, yes, it's a horrible thing that they do. But what about if they don't know no better? What if all they've been taught is hate Ah. from the time that they were a child? What if they don't know to do better? Uh, I was trying to uh, find that what the Lord was showing me about how that they don't know no better. And some of them will. Turn from their wicked way if there be a preach, a teaching priest or intercessor that will stand in the gap 
and make up the heads or pray like I pray. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that there will be some ministering spirit that they will listen to. That you will prepare their heart to be able to hear when they that ministering spirit speak to them. Yes. That it will prick their heart. That they will see the error of their way. Father, that while they're sleeping, that you will open their mind and show them the way out. Show them the shame of sin, mm. the horror of what they're doing. I may not be able to talk to them, Lord, but you can reach them in a yes. realm that I can't get to. And this is what I'm saying. I believe that the word of God is more powerful than anything on the face of the earth. Yeah. And that it will it, it is so uh uh powerful that it will crush concrete. Uh-huh. It is like a hammer that will break rocks in pieces. It's like a fire that will burn up the chaff in a person's heart. It could do something with that stony heart that's in these people. If my people, mm. if they will pray, there's strategic prayers. A lot of people don't even know how to pray in the spirit. They don't know how to pray. They don't know what they should pray for. But the Holy Ghost will show you how to pray and where you can be more effective when it comes down to the lost man. Amen. This is where it is. Uh, Proverbs 2 to 12 to deliver thee from the way of the evil man from the man that speaketh froward or devious perverse things who lead the path of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness these people rebel against the light they know not the light they do not abide in the paths of life God loves them. Yes. God died for them. Is there an intercessor, one among a thousand, that will pray for them, that will pray for these people? The Bible says that the angels rejoice over one yeah. sinner that repents. But God, he said he sought for a man yeah, yeah. that would stand in the gap and make up the hedge so that he wouldn't have to destroy them people. And this is where we come in, body of Christ, sons of God. Mm -hmm. He he's looking for an intercessor that will stand in the gap. He has no pleasure in the death of the wicked. The only thing he had pleasure in is that they would turn and repent. Are we going to pray for these people or are we just going to talk about them mm. and try to kill them? God is not willing that anybody perish. That all come to repentance. I'm going to stop right here because I can go on and on. But I'm going to thank you, Apostle, for your input. And I really thank the Holy Spirit Amen. and how he is converging on all. Matter of fact, all of our broadcasts, he's converging, bringing these things together, mm -hmm. bringing out truth and light now more so than ever. Amen. And Father, we just thank you thank so you. much for your spirit. Cool. We thank you for your leading and guiding us, instructing mm -hmm. us. 
We thank you, Lord, that you would give us a heart of compassion, mm. that we'll have your heart. That's what you said in, in uh, Revelation 3 and 20, that you would come in and sup with us, that yeah. you would die, show us your heart. Let us see what your heart is like. We want to do your will, oh God. Mm. We thank you, Lord, for revealing it to us. And not only revealing it, but empowering us mm. to be able to walk, to work, and to do what you need done in these last hours. We give you glory and honor in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. We thank you so much for tuning in today. I want you to remember what Jesus said on the day of the Feast of Tabernacles. He said, if any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. He that believeth in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. This spake he of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The precious Holy Spirit. We got more on this. And Apostle, I didn't want to shut you off. Did you have anything? No, else? no, no. No, you're fine. We got more about this silver cord. God had a purpose in putting it in man to hook him up to him mm. so that he can impart not only life for him, but those that God has assigned to him. Family, friends, co-workers, neighbors, the lot of that is your assignment. And he's going to give you wisdom, knowledge, understanding on how to reach those that he has assigned to your care. Amen. God bless you. I love you. I really do. I'm praying for you. You have an outstanding evening. Come if you